So we're in Genesis 28 from our Bible reading today. And this is where Jacob is leaving home. Well, pretty much because he deceived <laughs> because he deceived his dad at the uh, instruction of his mom um, to go in and get the blessing. Pretend like he's Esau. Go in and get the blessing from Jacob. He did that. Esau finds out about it. There's no blessing left for Esau. Esau gets so angry that it says that uh, he's consoling us back in 2742, um, where Rebekah tells Jacob, hey, listen, your brother Esau is consoling himself by planning to kill you. That's a, that's when you know you have issues with your, <laughs> with your brother. And so uh, Jacob takes off. Um, there's a part, um, and he's told where to go. Um, he's given instruction. But there's a part when you get to verse, uh, in verse 10. It says this, Jacob left Beersheba and went to and went toward Haran. He reached a certain place and spent the night there because the sun had set. He took one of the stones from the place, put it there at his head and lay down and in that place and he, and he dreamed. A stairway was set on the ground with its top reaching the sky and God's angels were going up and down on it. The Lord was standing there beside him. I love that. In fact, I underlined it in my Bible. The Lord was standing there beside him. Now, this isn't a dream. But you're going to see something in verse 15 that I think is so powerful, um, and especially down in verse 16 after that. But the Lord was standing there beside him. And just, friends, know that the Lord is standing there beside you, like he's with you. Uh, and Jacob had to see it in a dream. But we can take the pages of Scripture and know that the Lord is standing with, beside us. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. And now watch as we continue, verse, as we continue verse, through verse 13, saying, I am the Lord. Uh, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac, I will give you and your offspring the land on which you are lying. Your offspring will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out toward the west, the east, the north, and the south. All the peoples on the earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. Again, God is uh, reminding him and reinforcing, once again, the covenant that he's made with Abraham, that through Abraham's offspring, all the peoples on the earth will be blessed. And that's pointing to Jesus coming through the lineage um, of the people of Israel, all the peoples on the earth will be blessed through Christ uh, for those who come into relationship with him. Verse 15, watch. Look, I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land for I will not leave you until I've done what I have promised you. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he said, surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. Friends, are you so convinced that God is with you? And here's the thing, a lot of times we need to rely upon some type of experience. Like, unless I feel his presence, I don't know. Now, don't get me wrong. I pray the same thing. I ask the Lord, God, let me experience your presence. Paul even said that in Philippians chapter 3, where he says, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of sharing in his suffering. And he goes through, but that word know there means to know something by experiencing it. See, there's nothing wrong with wanting to have the experience of the presence of God, but we're not supposed to be reliant upon the necessity of having that experience with God. What he wants us, and, and again, I think there are times where God will bless us with that experience. And then there's other times where he actually wants us to trust him in his word and wants to take us deeper than the experience to where we're just relying completely on the fact that he said it. He said it and it's, it's true. That if in his word he says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. If in, in the end of Matthew, 
Jesus said, and I'll be with you always to the very end of the age. As he's speaking to his disciples, we can then apply it to ourselves because we have the same great commission. We have the same Jesus who gave that commission to us to go make disciples. Why would he leave us but not them? So we can apply it. I will, I'm, I'm with you always to the very end of the ages. Friends, the whole Bible from cover to cover is God saying, I, like he wants to be with us. Like he did everything that he wanted, God with us, that we might be with him. He did everything necessary that we could be in proximity with him by his grace through Jesus. So friends, I want to remind you that maybe, just maybe, when you're feeling like you're completely all alone, we need to come back. You need to come back to what it is that God has actually said. That he'll, 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 be, with us, he'll be with us wherever we go. Verse 15, look, I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land. That's a promise. For I will not leave you until I've done what I promised you. Hold on to the promise of God because he will not stop until he has fulfilled his promise. But when we hear that, we need to come to the same conviction of this. Surely the Lord is in this place and I didn't know it. I may not be aware of the presence of God. I might, I might not have the experience of God's presence, but the presence of God is now. I'm in his presence. He's with me. He's with you. Followers of Jesus continue to walk in, in the certainty of knowing that surely the Lord is in this place. Even when we don't know it, even when we don't recognize it, we're with him. He's with us. Friends, keep walking. Hang in there with everything going on. Love you guys more than you know, and we'll talk to you later.